Mando! Mando! Well, boy. What? Cargo? Alright. Carl Weathers. Are you talking about Grief Cargo, Chief? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to this Three Idiots in a Star Wars podcast. Hello there, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Three Idiots in a Star Wars podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about The Mandalorian. Uh, we're leading up on uh, the Book of Boba. It's coming up very soon. Boba Fett's in Season 2 of The Mandalorian, so we thought this would be kind of fun to talk about. This is one of my favorite shows. I don't know about Alex's and Landon's, but I think they like it too. So we just thought we would talk about that today. I'm here with Landon and Alex. You guys want to say hey? Hello, Hi. viewers. Um, yeah, so what do, you got, what do you guys think of Mandalorian? You guys um, like this show? not really or i don't really appreciate you putting words in my mouth um i have my own yeah, opinion saying... and my opinion yeah, exactly. is uh, i like the show my opinion is also that i very much enjoy the show i think it is one of the uh better pieces of star wars media in the last probably decade now and i don't know i think it has really set itself up for a great future and hopefully a few more seasons to come Indeed. Yeah, I agree with that. And this is kind of this was the first Star Wars project, if I'm not mistaken, to come like outside of the sequels, right? The sequel trilogy. Like kind of like the this was the first show. This is the first thing that they showed on Disney Plus. Man, it was Yeah, and then they got into the last season of the Clone Wars and mm -hmm. um, Bad Batch and what Star Wars Visions or whatever it's called as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, so this yeah, was like the first that. Yeah, the first show and it was it was a great release. Well, I mean, for... not even the fact that it was the first Star Wars show was like the one thing that you could you were buying Disney Plus for, you know? Yeah, yeah, very true. Because Disney Plus was like brand new right when this came out. Yeah, where... there was really that was nothing... a huge draw for people. You're, there was really nothing new on the site that was worth like you know buying and a subscription to this app. Outside of the Mandalorian, you know? Yeah. It's like, what are you going to do? You're going to watch the same movies that you own on DVD? Yeah, I remember that was like the big pull for everyone. And a lot of people ended up canceling as soon as they finished the show because there really wasn't anything out yet. Where there's yeah. plenty of good content on there now. But yeah, right when it came up, it was just a lot of old Disney movies. I mean, yeah, that, that, the they're, doing a the good job of, they're doing a good job of just releasing stuff. Like, there's always something new on on Disney Plus now. Yeah, exactly. But I guess one one really cool thing that The Mandalorian seemed to kind of do was after the fan base for Star Wars was like pretty decently split after the sequel trilogy, like there was people liking it, people not liking it. Everyone kind of came back together to watch this show. Like no matter how you feel about the sequel trilogy, I don't think I've ever come across anybody who hasn't really liked the mandalorian like everyone who's watched it has just been like this show is great and like the coolest thing about it too is you don't, don't even have to know a lot about star wars to like to like the show like it's basically a western but based in like a star wars universe so that's like really cool oh yeah, I mean, yeah. that's a good way of putting it um yeah and i feel like they've done a pretty good job of not like i guess oversaturating the series with a bunch of filler episodes here and there like 
obviously there's like one or two per season generally, but for the most part, they've done a really great job of keeping it pretty clean cut straight to the point. Lots of really, really great episodes and only a few that aren't very memorable. Yeah. Landon, what do you think about the whole merger of the fan base with the Mandalorian? you think it kind of did that for you? Uh, So I know you, the, the last Jedi and I didn't, so we hated each other forever. Just kidding, but still, you know. I mean, I still hate you, but <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> Besides <laughs> that, yeah, <laughs> I know this show was something that me and you would watch together. Um, like, I, when when did we start watching this show together? Because I think we at first we would watch some of the episodes, and uh, then we would watch them over okay. Discord. Yeah, yeah. So that was really fun because like we would hear each other's like first reactions and it was it was pretty fun because I guess my my favorite memory of doing that with you was in the last episode of season one. Well, that Ma- was in my basement. Yeah, we I know. Home for that, we weren't on Discord. Yeah, but like he exits the Tie Fighter with the dark saber. You're just going, "Oh my you, god!" You mean Moff oh my Gideon. god? No way! <laughs> I know it. It left us all with a yeah. question like, "What's with that?" I mean. It kind of makes sense, though, that you'd see the Darksaber in the Mandalorian because that's, like, the rallying point. So, Well, like, yeah, at I the same when time... When I initially saw that, I didn't even realize it was the Darksaber. I just, like, was like, wait, are they revealing him as, like, a Force user? Like, what's going on here? I didn't really understand when I first watched it initially. Yeah, so that was... It, it was kind of cool because the last time you... Or in, chronologically, the last person that has it is um, Bo-Katan because Sabine gives it to her in Rebels, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you don't really find out what happens. Like, okay, well, yeah, to get here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that, I still don't actually yeah. think that was that wasn't really answered, was it? Now that I think about I'm it, assuming no. that it probably gets touched uh, in season three, which should be filming right now, because they were gonna yeah, start because I was thinking that. about it because you really yeah they get into a little bit of like the lore of it in season two. I believe, but they were. Uh, you don't really understand how uh, she lost it i guess so i'll be interested to see that yeah um but i guess another kind of going on like the whole disney rallying its troops behind the mandalorian another thing that it did it didn't just bring together the fan base again for this show it kind of brought in like everyone like any anybody and viewers too honestly because uh grogu was just so marketable and like such a big meme for quite a while across all different social medias and uh i don't know i think just because of that it brought in a lot of viewers and you didn't need a lot of prior knowledge of star wars obviously there's like characters and gaps here and there that wouldn't make sense like for new star wars viewers it's honestly a pretty easy show to get into and i think that's exciting right away that's what makes like um stuff like this so so good uh for business and bringing in new fans because like if you watch Avengers Endgame without seeing any of the other Avengers movie, a lot of it doesn't make a, a ton of sense. Or Very true. Same thing with a lot of the TV shows so far as well. Yeah, like if you watch WandaVision without watching any other... That already didn't like make sense for the first like four episodes. Yeah, of yeah. Episode. without any prior <laughs> like, knowledge even of as the a characters. Even as a Marvel fan, it didn't make sense. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, any kind of those things where it's like you it's it's hard to bring in new viewers um who've not 
been like uh, accustomed to the lore and stuff like that and when you're able to create a an uh, a different a spin off of your main movie series that's as popular as that it's um it's going to be well received and you're going to get a lot of fans yeah i yeah, know i completely agree with that it was just kind of cool because people who i never thought would ever like star wars were like everyone knows what yoda looks like and now everyone around the world if you show them grogu they're like oh it's baby yoda you know so it's kind of yeah, cool exactly that, that first episode like the ending of that i remember watching that i think i was watching that one by myself and um when the kid just like they, they open the thing i remember that you see the little green ears and its little head and they like reach out and the episode ends and i remember just kind of i didn't say anything like my mouth was just open, like my jaw dropped, and I was just looking. I'm like, "What? Like, like what is this?" Yeah, like, and it's so fun, like in that episode too. Like when it clicks in your head that you're seeing him, because you're like, "Oh, this is the same species that Yoda is." So it's like he looks yeah. like an infant, but like he actually is like the 50 year old target, like that uh, Dinjarin is looking for. And yeah, um, just having that click is really cool in that first episode, and being like, "Oh, like." okay, well, so Yoda does have a species. Like, he's not alone. Like, um, yeah. And I don't know. I guess sort of just learning more about that and being excited to have this, like, new character who is clearly going to be important. Yeah. That was just... that. Yeah. I, I, props to John and Dave for keeping that under wraps. Like, I didn't hear any spoilers. I had no idea that was coming. And all of a sudden, you see that. Like, in Disney they lost out on so much like merchandising. Cause this was like right around Christmas that it was coming out with like, they could have had all the baby Yoda stocking the shelves and they would have been just fine monetarily, but like, they kept it in there for the fan. Like they just kept it a secret for the fans. And like, I, I will forever applaud them for that. Cause that was honestly such a cool like reaction that I had for myself. I'm kind of sad. I didn't get that on camera or anything. Cause I was just sitting there like, Oh my God, this is so cool. Like, and, and what are they going to mean- do with this guy? You mean John so- Favreau and Dave Filoni, the showrunners of The Mandalorian? Yes, yep, that's what I meant by John and Dave. So, okay, yeah, those guys, they are the, the saviors of Star Wars, you know. But. As the mega nerd fans would say. God. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, if you unironically say that, where you're like, oh, Like Filoni Star Wars was ruined. Need- and- Dave <laughs> Filoni needs to remake the sequel trilogy you're such he a needs loser, creative man. control to get rid of <laughs> kathleen kennedy <laughs> such a loser yeah which i, I heard today to agree. i think we're all on the same page for that like <laughs> yeah i mean C- kathleen kennedy she signed a, another three-year contract to be president of of lucasfilm or star wars whatever 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 She's there for three more years, so there's so many people who are angry about it. Yeah, I'm sure we'll hear plenty of crying for you. Which is nuts, the fact that, oh, she made some movies that people don't love, and then she (laughs) made a show that everyone loves, and she she gave full creative control to Star Wars The Clone Wars Season 7 that everyone loves, and then, like, she made... What uh like what else is under her resume? Like I I don't think outside the movies there's like I don't know the Star Wars land she probably has a portion of uh control well, yeah, over and even that and everyone seems just to out of that. Star Wars too like you've got E T I'm pretty sure she was a part of I know she was a part of 
producing well, like Jones and I'm I'm just saying yeah in, in terms she has a of lot of what she's, she's a doing fantastic producer but yeah people are just so self the whole sequel thing so it's like you know, all right you know what I say to that cry I would have to agree cry indeed <laughs> yeah but anyways yeah maybe let's get into the show a little bit more um I'd say yeah. maybe episodes that we really like uh, scenes we like and maybe. Uh, even just characters and expectations for season three, which will be hopefully coming up here soon. Yeah. Well, sounds like you're ready, Alex. You want to kick it off then? What was your favorite episode? Oh, yeah, sure. So um, I'll just go maybe a little overview of like my whole opinion is of the show as a whole initially here. Um, personally, I strongly prefer season two. I don't know if anyone like disagrees with that or if that's an unpopular opinion, but I really, really love season two. Like, that's easily the strongest piece of Star Wars media in a pretty long time, other than maybe like Rogue One, in my opinion. Um, and sort of with that, it's not that like season one is bad at all. Like season one is fantastic. But season two is just even a step higher for me, where I think um, storyline, action, slightly less filler, all of that stuff is just really like the icing on the cake for me. And all of like the fan service. I know a lot of people are like, oh, I like the grown at fan services that are like clearly fan services. Mm-hmm. Um, but personally, I really loved the job that they did with it. And I don't think it was over the top. I think most people really liked the fan services that were done in uh, season two of the Mandalorian. And I don't know. I think just all of that stuff sort of stacked on top of each other just really makes it like definitely one of my favorite seasons of a show ever. And like I said, one of my, favorite recent pieces of star wars media for sure uh would either of you sort of like to go into your overall thoughts sure go ahead landon if you want to take um, it, I'll go last. i think um i think season one uh was better just because there were no expectations like i didn't really know what to expect going in and then like next thing you know i'm invested in the show so heavily um, after just knowing it's about a bounty hunter who like wears some Mandalorian armor, like that's that's basically all you knew, uh, going in to Mandalorian and like. I just think it's it's better paced as well. I think, um, in in the long run, um, what season one is just like fetch quest, fetch quest, fetch quest, then like two-part season finale and i i think that's kind of what season two is right there's there's kind of the a overarching story yeah it's just but it's yeah. Like, like more missions relating directly to the story rather than sort of like side quest feeling things other than the thing with like uh like the crate dragon and um like the frog lady stuff like that those feel a little side questy but um other than that that's really about it for season two um so I think I I got a better reaction out of season one, but season two probably has my favorite episode with Ahsoka, just because I'm kind of an Ahsoka stan. Um, <laughs> Who isn't nowadays? That is true. <laughs> Everyone loves Ahsoka. Um, but I think season two, because my expectations were just so high, and it's just so difficult for... Um, it's so difficult for a show 
that like has such a great season one to follow up. Um, I was just kind of disappointed at the season two reveal with like Luke because I just really did not want Luke to show up at all. Um, but that's just my really? opinion. I I didn't think sort of uh, building on that. I'm curious. So were you? feeling like let down or like were you disappointed by it overall or um i I guess i'm sort of curious as to i don't think i was disappointed i i mean i like the reveal but it just felt like it was one it felt like it was just too obvious that they're just gonna bring luke in and two i just like i like this idea that they're kind of operating in their own part of the galaxy away from like the interference from these guys that just like the star let's let's face it the star wars movies are focused on the 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 story of the skywalker characters and like that they are the focal point of star wars and like all the turning points in the galaxy and they're the most important family basically it's like it's Mm -hmm. nice to explore the universe outside of that and when you bring luke in and to a degree when you bring like someone like ahsoka in you get this like the galaxy doesn't feel as big anymore you know it feels like we're running into the characters that yeah no i what you mean and and um, i think i think that's another problem with season two is like season one felt so original and like it gave you a little easter eggs it's like oh you went to you're going to tatooine and oh you're in the cantina but it's like it's changed you know there's a bunch of dead stormtroopers uh with helmets and pikes and then you have like a droid running the the cantina or whatever it's a little different. It's not it's not the same thing you saw, but like season 2, it's like every single episode you're getting a character from the past. It's like you're getting, oh, you're going to see Bo-Katan. Oh, you're going to see Boba Fett. Oh, you're going to see Ahsoka. And like to a degree yeah. is is a Star Wars fan like uh like me, I love that. I love seeing that, but at the same time it like it almost shrinks the universe that that it's operating in, and and again, yeah, I, I, that's I valid for sure. I don't want to make it sound like uh, I don't like those things because I do, but I, it just feels like the universe is not as big anymore. Yeah, no, I think I definitely get what you're saying, and I would just say on like my end, um, I think just our difference, like, is that I don't mind that at all, and that's just something you didn't want to see. So that's understandable. Yeah. But um, Nathan. It's kind of one. I don't know. I kind of disagree with you, Landon. I think that's just kind of a nice way of them tying in where the Mandalorian kind of fits into this overall universe. Like if you, it's kind of like setting a baseline or like a datum and like a physics problem, you know, like you've got all this stuff going on, but like, where does this fit in the universe? I mean, like you said, they kind of do that with Tatooine, but when you show somebody like, a character like Luke Skywalker, they're like, oh, that's right. He's at this point, he's trying to build his Jedi Academy. So he needs to find four sensitives, which is what they did. You know, so like, I don't know. I kind of, I like that. A little. I mean, of course, I mean, as a super fans, like we are, I mean, we're not going <laughs> to 
we're not going to say no to seeing Luke Skywalker go badass in a hallway scene like his dad and and like he did in Rogue One. But you know, mm-hmm. like I don't know. I just think it it kind of does a nice job of tying in where the Mandalorian kind of fits in the universe. I did so. also want to mention um, one thing that I was nervous about, which I know won't actually happen in the grand scheme of things because let's be honest baby yoda is the most marketable thing in that show but like the implication could be that baby yoda gets taken to luke's training session and then you know i don't know if you guys remember this from episode eight because everyone hates it so much but no i know what you're talking about not that long ago kylo ren kind of you know destroys the entire um academy and kills uh basically everyone that that i think that's quite a bit further down the line though like probably another 20 years maybe yeah because you have to remember kylo was also like basically a young adult at that point i think he was like in his what would you say maybe his late teens i believe maybe 16 or something i believe he was just in his teens yeah i don't think they really as someone who read the kylo ren comic uh, of course, did you defeating a Zillow beast? Did you read that that one? Uh, maybe I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess for the Mandalorian overall, for me, I get. Do, are you guys ready to move on? Because I can, I can go. No, sure, uh, go keep ahead. going, and then we can maybe get into episodes. Sure. Yeah. All right. We can. Yeah, we can hop into episodes then. I mean, I can hop. No, in I mean, go go ahead. I, what we no, we meant say? like go on with what you wanted to say, yeah, and then we yeah, can get into episodes after. Oh, well, I was just going to talk about my overall liking. Yeah, of definitely do that. Mandalorian, but we don't have to do that because I mean, I kind of agree with you guys. It's just it's a really cool. I guess. I guess I will go into it. Sorry, but <laughs> yeah, we we get <laughs> it. We get it. We get it. <laughs> Uh, we, here, Wars, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna paraphrase what you're gonna say. We get it. You don't like it because you don't get to see Luke and Leia kissing. Like we get that. <laughs> yeah, we get I it. I mean, I was gonna get there, but this is sure you are. <laughs> and also there in sixty. No, okay, I'm just kidding. Um, are you? Yes, but I guess overall, what Star Wars is to me is the Force. So like exploring the secrets of the Force. I love those episodes. Like in. In Star Wars Rebels, when Ezra and Kanan go to like the, the little temple on Lothal and they open it and they explore some secrets. I love those kind of episodes. And I mean, so the way the Mandalorian kind of did that, where they, they didn't really focus on the Force. It was just kind of like a minor theme. It was just kind of, it was there. And you like saw it a couple times and you thought it was really cool. But it mainly focused on like the Mandalorian and like him not using the Force and everything. But now they're kind of more focusing on for for Grogu how he's going to go on to be a Jedi and stuff. Like I think one of my favorite scenes um has to be from the second episode when he's fighting the Mudhorn to get the Suka or the egg the, the Jawas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just really cool when he's about to die to this Mudhorn or whatever and like they start playing like this kind of like mystical music almost. And then you see the little hand of Yoda with like the three or baby Yoda with his three little fingers and he lifts it up and Mando's just like looking over at him like, what the hell is this? You know? And then, then it drops and he kills it. But that's like, that was so cool to see it like the force. And he's like, then he, they just have no idea what that is because they haven't seen the force since no one, everyone thinks it's like a myth. So it was just really cool to see 
them kind of explore that. And then the, what the armor or something, she like knew exactly what it was and gave him the mission of basically returning Grogu to the Jedi who are like this ancient race of evil wizards or whatever he said, he calls them or something like that. So I don't know. Yeah, is that to like the armory person or? Yeah. Yeah. The armor. Like they're, yeah, they're ancient uh, wizard like enemies or whatever he uses. Yeah. So she said something like, you want me to deliver this child? To an evil race of sorcerers or something like that i think that's like exactly the line honestly yeah so that, that was just funny to me so but so it's really cool you know it, i don't i don't know I, there's a lot of scenes where i would almost get i'd kind of get goosebumps when i'm watching it because i'm like oh man this is really cool like this is really it just feels like star wars which is what at the end of the day what i like from a show or a movie so this show for me really does it and as far as season one versus season two i don't know because I just really enjoy them both. So I, I can't really rank one above the other. But I guess if you guys want to, if we can we can segue and go into our favorite episodes. I know I kind of gave my favorite scene, but if you guys got a, an episode that you guys like, if you want to run through that really quick. Yeah. Um, obviously, I think the initial starting episode of season one and the closing two-parter are pretty peak star wars i think most people would agree with that it's pretty hard to argue against it honestly um but yeah i would definitely say those are the two high points quite easily for uh, season one um season two i honestly like i said i think there's more high points at least for me um you have like the first few episodes where it starts off a little bit slow but then um you have ahsoka uh, which is just a totally massive crazy episode and um I guess, like, the whole battle scene in, like, that, uh, it's not really a city, but I guess that little town where uh, Ahsoka and uh, Din Djarin sort of take it back. I like that part's really great, and I think that's really what, like, makes that whole part is, again, like, seeing Ahsoka in action as well with their lightsabers. Yeah, and then they mentioned at the end of that. Yeah, true. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's actually, yeah, that's definitely interesting. Um I would also say uh, the seismic charge in a later episode. <laughs> yeah. I think that is an extreme high point. Obviously, again, just another fan service. Oh, yeah, but, completely fan service. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, sometimes I'm just okay with that, and I just love that noise. And as soon as you see it coming, you're like, oh, my God, let's go. I know. So, yeah, and then, obviously, I would also say the ending. Um, I know the ending wasn't quite what people were hoping for just because with the jedi revealed nobody wanted to see luke um personally i was really hoping for mace windu i know there's a big group of people wanting it to be mace windu (laughs) i I knew it was never possible (laughs) but man that would have been so cool (laughs) i'm just saying a purple lightsaber ignite and then everyone would go crazy Uh, oh yeah that's personally what i wanted i knew it wasn't going to happen though but i think a lot of people almost thought it was too obviously going to be luke that everyone thought it would be someone else and they thought no way they would make it luke so i think that part was a little bit disappointing as much as i did like seeing tgi more camel (laughs) but um (laughs) that and like the uh dark troopers i think overall it's just really cool and i thought that was a good episode and they still left a lot of things hanging where like what's going to happen with like the dark saber and what's like going to happen with thrawn and all that sort of thing so i think there's a lot of setup that that does bring up another problem I have with season two of The Mandalorian is you know they just drop Thrawn's name 
because it's just setting up the Ahsoka TV show. Because it's like... That's probably the, true. The problem yeah. with season two, I felt, was it just felt like they were just setting up everyone else's show, you know? It's like, oh, we got to set, we got to bring Boba Fett back so he could be in the Book of Boba. And oh, we got to bring Ahsoka back so she can be in the Ahsoka show. And then. Yeah, I definitely think you're right. It's just personally, I didn't care. Like, it didn't bother me. <laughs> I mean, it still worked with the story, though. Like. Yeah, that's sort know, of why, like, I just didn't really care. It doesn't bother me at yeah. all. Yeah. Because, like, he's looking in, in the, at the end of season one, Mando's looking for Mandalorians. Oh, they've heard of Mandalorians. They're on this planet. So he goes there, carries the frog lady, meets Bo-Katan because she's, you know, she's a Mandalorian who's in, like, cahoots with the Jedi. She knows where they are. So she's like, oh, yeah, go to this planet. There you'll find Ahsoka. Okay, there you go. So then they introduce Ahsoka, and then Ahsoka's like, I'm not, I cannot teach him, basically, you know. And then she's like, yeah, okay, cool, Anakin. I'm still sad about that. You got to go to Tython, you know, which is like where the Jedi were from originally. And then he does his whole thing. So, I mean, they do a good job of like bringing it in and actually keeping it in the story. And it still makes sense. Like it makes a lot of sense. And like, I'm so I'm not like, no, I mean, why not set up more shows like that way? At least it wasn't like blatantly. Oh, here, here's the new who's here's the character to set up the show like they did in the in the season finale of. Or like in the the final season of Clone Wars, where they just had like an arc of three episodes, where they literally just threw the new characters of the Bad Batch in there just to say, "Oh yeah, by the way, we're making a show." So it's like it's not yeah, like yeah, I think it was a little either. more discreet with this than like the Clone Wars did, which I didn't mind yeah. with Clone Wars either. It's whatever, but I think they definitely did a little bit better job here, making it yeah. at least a little less obvious. Next, I'm thinking the reason you're not liking it that much, Landon, is just because there's such I, I think big characters. not liking it is is putting yeah, it no, okay. you're not bye, saying bye, you bye. don't like it. The reason saying you do have like gripes with it, like you have complaints, yeah. but that's fine. Yeah, the reason you have a problem with it is just probably because it's like big characters. Like Ahsoka's a huge character. Like everyone knows, even my girlfriend, she calls it Squid Girl or whatever. Like she knows who that is. Squid Girl. So <laughs> yeah. So, like, I mean, it's just big characters that they're bringing in and showing their show. Like, Boba. He's a huge character, you know? Like, yeah, that's... and obviously Luke. We can't forget about that. Well, yeah, and then Luke Skywalker. But, I mean, it's not like they're going to be yeah, a Luke Skywalker people. show, which would be absolutely dope. But I would take it, honestly. What, and have CGI Mark Hamill again? Like, come on. No, they can, can we, recast. Can we no, please, no. Can we please just, like, stop with the CGI oh. faces in Star Wars? No. Like, Landon, please. here before you go off on a tangent about you being mad about that, they Disney hired a YouTuber who's extremely good at deep faking. Like he made he redid the deep fake for the Luke Skywalker reveal in the last episode of season two, and it looks fantastic. So I'd say go watch that because he also redid Tarkin and Leia from Rogue One, and that looks really good too. So I would before you. I don't remember Tarkin even looking that bad in Rogue One. I thought Leia was just the one that looked bad. He has some weird moments. Like he, for the most part, he doesn't look that bad. But like Leia looks like plastic. Yeah, no, Leia. (laughs) They yeah they screwed up there. Yeah, but Disney they hired a YouTuber who like deep fakes basically professionally, and now he's a part of their team. So I don't think they're gonna have problems with that in the future. But yeah, I do agree. Seeing the Luke Skywalker thing was kind of weird. But 
before yeah before, i was gonna just try to cut you off before you got angry about that because they're they're they they took steps to avoid that in the future and it's gonna look a lot better so but but yeah i guess land do you want to go into your favorite scenes at all i know alex and i kind of um, through i like there. uh in episode three of season one where uh, the other Mandalorians come in uh, and <clears throat> save him from all the bounty hunters trying to steal back uh, Baby Yoda. I think that episode's actually... Yeah, well, that's after. Yeah, I know. Uh, but I think that's the best episode in the series. And then followed by the Ahsoka episode just because I'm a Ahsoka stan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm really kind of down with Ahsoka, if, if you couldn't tell. Yeah, no, I'd say. I remember watching that episode, trying to watch that episode with you, and you were just freaking out when she was in the forest with her white lightsabers. And I was like, Man, oh I'm just saying, oh. I don't want to hear you talk about freaking out during an episode because we were oh, watching can... the final episode of season two, and you see the X-Wing coming. And this was your second viewing because I was watching it with you and your parents over Discord. And I just hear you, you're going to be so excited. You're going to be so excited. Your mind's going to be absolutely blown. And I see it come in, and all I hear you going in the background you sound like a little girl getting excited that like she gets to go to the mall with her friends just and then ooh, he's walking down the hall killing all the droids like that's what you sound like okay here you want to hear what it was like for me to watch that the first time um i think i'm like i don't know why but i i i'm shitting you not i was i actually started crying like not like oh bawling. my god okay i'm not kidding i was that surprised i had no idea i thought it was i did not think it was going to be luke coming in the end i had no i did not I, for some reason i didn't see it coming really i mean i guessed a little bit but i was like they're not going to do that but yeah when they're like oh there's something on the the scanners and then i see that one x-wing go by i like, started freaking out. i was like oh my god like oh my god i'm luke skywalker i'm here to rescue you i remember saying that and i started like vi- like shaking and stuff i was like oh my god this is so cool and then like he starts doing his whole thing and i'm like freaking out the whole time going like oh my god oh my god i freaked out i i, I watched that in the morning without you landon and i yeah, remember I my little sister she came downstairs and she was like were you watching that with landon i'm like no and she's like god you're a loser you were just watching <laughs> that and being that loud all by yourself and i'm like hey <laughs> And yeah, on that I, note, yeah, no. When we when we mentioned earlier, like the mega nerds, we were talking about you. Yeah, I'm just confirmed. <laughs> no, after that, I, I kind of yeah, I was, I was yeah, an emotional. Person. I feel like uh, after after that, I feel like this is a good place to end. You know, I think uh, yeah. the fact that we think, have yeah. discovered that Nathan not only. Um, he was shaking and crying. Not only was okay, shaking and crying during an episode of cool. Mandalorian. You have no idea. I, I just, trust me. I have an idea because I watched it. <laughs> no, nobody saw that. Thankfully, but I I remember. I will forever remember that episode. Yeah, I I'm sure I'll forever remember that episode too. From the fact that I just heard that you were shaking and crying watching it. So. Yeah, I was. I wasn't like bawling, but like there were, there were, I was uncontrollably vomiting. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't like that. It was, uh, sure it wasn't. for lack of a better word, oh Alex, it was like 
3 a.m. cod where there, I was on the verge of tears, basically. You know? Oh, oh, oh my god, oh my god, it's Luke. All right. If uh, anyone anyone wants to email us uh, any kind of opinions, uh, anything you agree or disagree with, uh, let us know at our email at three idiotssw@gmail.com. Uh, we also have a new Twitter. Uh, yes, Nathan, if you want to shout that out, um, I'll yeah, we have a Twitter account. Yeah, we've got a Twitter account now. So if you guys want to. DM us with ideas or anything. Basically, if you're just too afraid to use an email or something, you can just DM me on Twitter. Um, our at is Three Idiots Star Wars, um, and just our name is Three Idiots and Star Wars. So yeah, if you want to so number three, by the way, um, not typed out three, just to clarify. Oh yes, yeah, the number three. Yes. So yeah, if you guys want to reach out, DM, do that. Just go ahead, follow us. You know, we'll yeah. be up. He's putting updates on on that for uh, and links to Spotify and Apple iTunes for you guys to go check those out. Yeah, um, we I will make sure to post a link in the uh, description of this episode. Uh, make sure to drop a follow. We'd uh, love to see that. But uh, anyways, uh, do you guys have any final words? Anything you'd like to like to say? Other than we now know that Nathan was crying, throwing up, and uh, shaking during the final episode of The Mandalorian. Um, oh, also, I did just want to commemorate today because I saw that uh, Return of the Jedi was added to, uh, what was that called? Like the National Film Movie Bank or something like that? I saw about Yeah, I can't remember the exact name of it, but like. Uh, it's inducted to like a movie hall of fame or something. Some archive. Essentially. Yeah. yeah, like the National Archive for like films, which is a pretty big deal. Um, that is pretty cool. I know episode four and episode five were already in there, but that was the next one on the list to get in. So I think wow. it's definitely deserving. Um, and I um, just wanted to uh, mention that it got in. It is. For viewers that did not know. It is, uh, in fact, a movie. So uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. And uh, we will catch you in the next week. Uh, I think we have some pretty big plans um where i think next week we'll actually be taking off um and then we have uh book of boba uh, coming special up, christmas so. episode yeah boba. We, um, but yeah two weeks, two weeks. Book of boba. all right we'll see you guys next time uh, thanks for listening